feel the heat of the game. The crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache. And the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Our first three goals were wonderful. Third one, Ryan scored, was a fantastic team goal. I thought Alfredo was probably the strongest performance he's put in this season. Their defenders couldn't handle him over the course of the 90 minutes. I thought the support act in Kent and Hadji was high level as well. So in terms of a front three we've put out, probably the strongest performance we've put in this season. I thought it looked dangerous all, all night. In the main, really proud and pleased with the overall performance. The Goal Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited, hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, and Cy Ferry. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 to 1717 700. Let's go, 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 go. So, in the Europa League, Rangers drawn against Slavia Prague, the first leg away. They're the team who beat Leicester City last night. Rangers seeing off Antwerp 5 2. Barry Ferguson, what about the game last night at Ibrox? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a, a fantastic performance. I, I've got to be honest with you. Um, I thought for the, the word go, um, I, I thought the first 35 minutes Rangers were exceptional. Always in a, in a game when you're playing in Europe, the team, uh, the other team's always going to have a bit of the play. Last 10 minutes of the, the first half, um, they did. Um, but they came out in the second half. And I thought overall it was a, a great performance with, with some real top individual performances as well. I thought... Morelos was was different class, Paul. I've got to be honest with you, it's the best I've seen him. I think over the last couple of weeks, his form's been really good, but last night, he was a step above everybody. I've got to be honest with you, that's the the best I've seen him. And Ryan Kent as well, he's coming back into uh, some really good form. So overall, Rangers have got to be delighted into the the last 16, and they've got a real opportunity now, uh, drawing Slavia Prague. Side nine five in aggregates a game over the park, isn't it? It was amazing. Uh, the goals. Yeah. It was a it was a crazy tie and talking of crazy ties. Yeah. I like yours. I like it. Yeah. You're meant to wear a shirt underneath it. Side, <laughs> what about that? Barry is no. mentioning there the weekend kicks off here. Looking forward to now. Rangers have got a real chance to progress to the last eight. Yeah, just on Rangers, I agree everything Fergie said there. Um you know, I've gave a lot of credit to the defence and midfield in particular for Rangers this year, but I thought the the front three stole the show. In terms of they've done it a year in terms of the work rate off the ball, but I thought they stepped it up a gear. I said on Monday night that the way Antwerp played would would play into Rangers' hands, and it did. Couldn't believe that they tried to play it for the back, and they front front three were on their game, went and took the ball off them. And then on the flip side, I thought all three were on it in terms of on the ball, very sharp, interchanging, and uh, movement. You know, not once did they stand in their area; they were constantly on the move, constantly linking with each other. And I think for the front three were just too much for Antwerp to handle. Um, and I agree, it's the best I've seen Morelos play. I thought he looked like a top striker last night. I really did, and he's all round play. You know, in terms of his his work rate off the ball, his link up play, and his unselfishness. You know, when last last year you'd see him snatching at shots when he plays across the Kent. So it was a complete performance for for Morelos last night. Yeah, but you just look at the way they play. Sometimes they sat off it, but the, the first goal, the, the press high, Hadji goes, um, forces him into playing the ball into the. Uh, the 18 yard box um, Kent goes and presses and anticipates uh, he looked really sharp last night then a, a great cutback for Morelos and that set them up, that set them on their way um, it was just a real high tempo high energy 
And as Sai just mentioned there, the front three for me were unplayable. Morellis involved in eight of the nine Rangers goals over the week. Here's Stephen Gerrard. His performance was sublime for sure, I agree with you. Uh, but the reason being because he had a bit of everything. Um, you, if you think about what a number nine needs to give in this system and this formation, he gave everything we asked of him. Um, he's really settled off the pitch at the moment with his family. He's really happy. He's coming into work with a smile on his face. Tonight, we, we certainly got the best out of him. You know, he can keep performing like that from now to the end of the season it's going to be a, a, a huge season for the club Rangers fans how far do you think your side can go 0808 17 17 700 Paul Cooney Barry Ferguson Cy Ferry it's going to be some programme tonight we're also going to hear from John Kennedy in charge for Celtic tomorrow so some clarity he's in charge till the end of the season Cy do you think what are the qualities that he brings to it? people don't really know him they remember him as a player cut all too short because of that injury in a friendly game uh, he donated money from his testimonial but is he going to be able to lead Celtic in these games? Yeah, I think he will. I think he's had a good apprenticeship with, with top managers, especially in Brendan Rodgers. You know, I've done a bit of coaching at Celtic and I had a couple of conversations with John. You know, he's got strong beliefs on how he wants the game to play. I like his, his thoughts on football. I like how he comes across. Uh, I know for a fact the players love him. You know, you speak to the players, they, they think he's a right top coach. I interviewed Damien Duff, who's worked with the likes of Jose Mourinho, top coaches as well, and he raves about John Kennedy. And I, and I think it's time for John to go on his own. You know, I don't think that'll be at Celtic yet. But I think that he's he's got such strong beliefs in how he wants the game to be played, Paul, that it's time for John to go and be a, a, a manager. I feel sorry for him because I think when Celtic are doing well and John Kennedy's assistant manager, he gets no credit. And when things aren't going well, it's, well, what's, what's John Kennedy's coaching? You know, I'm a first-team coach. I've said to you in the office there, you can only do so yep. much as a first-team coach. You know, you've got your own beliefs, but if a manager wants you know, to coach a certain way or play a certain way, then it's the manager. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to do what the manager's after. But as I think, I think the times came... For John Muir, it's, it's time for him to go and be his own guy because I think I think ultimately he's a number one. All right, Celtic fans, what do you think? 0808 17 17 700. Barry, before we go to take a call from Andy, a Rangers fan, what would you say for uh, John Kennedy? Well, I agree with Sai said there in, in terms of it, when you're a first-team coach, you, you don't... Um, the, the tactics at the end of the day come down to the manager and the way he's going to play now I've heard really good things um, about John Kennedy as I just mentioned there he's a good coach he's had a good grounding he's he's obviously uh, been underneath some very good managers uh, and tomorrow he said what's that three days now he work with his players and you'll see what type of way he sets up the, the Celtic team it'll be interesting um, I can't wait for that as well Fergie do you think he'll stick with the diamond or do you think it'll all change? No, that's what I'm looking yeah, forward so to because he's had three days, he might go back to a four-two-three-one. He might go back to a back three. You don't know. So that this is going to be his team tomorrow. Yeah. He's going to decide because he's he's never been able to do that. Because at the end of the day, that's the manager's um, call. So it'll be interesting to see what way he sets up, what way the Celtic team play. But certainly the reports that you hear that, that John Kennedy certainly is a, a top coach. Celtic playing Aberdeen tomorrow. Hibs against Motherwell, Kelly against Dundee United and St Mirren against Ross County. And on Sunday, Livingston against St Johnson. Sideway, great chat the other night with uh, Marvin Bartley, the captain of Livy, with the former captain of Rangers. We'll talk about that during the programme. It's going to be a good game on Sunday. But to Rangers and that performance last night and the draw with Slavia Prague. Andy, a Rangers fan's on the line from Springburn. Hello, Andy. Hi boys, how you doing? Okay, all right, sorry. All right, Andy. How you doing? Yeah. Uh, I just, but by the can I just make a quick point on the, on the Celtic manager? Since we were talking about that there, I think I see a lot of a parallels here. With, you know, the, when the, the um, Brendan Rodgers left uh, a couple of years ago, and there was a lot of sexy names being 
branded a boot like uh, you know Martinez, mm-hmm. uh, Benitez, uh, and stuff like that. But I'm sorry, I think that's uh, and include Rangers within this. By the way, I think that's quite cuckoo land stuff. Rangers and Celtic don't have the financial muscle to, to attract these guys. They do in terms of the size of the club, but unless they're Rangers or Celtic men, they're not going to come along. So and Celtic fans, I think, are getting the hopes up for a sexy name, like a Hollywood name, like, you know, they weren't like Tom Cruise or Top Gun, but in reality, they ended up with the stronger for the Spenders. How long you've been thinking about that? That's been talked about all day, isn't it? Andy, you were up early. I've started early again, Paul. But you know, you got the Hollywood name, Stephen Gerrard. Who would have thought that three years ago that Rangers would go and end up with Stephen Gerrard? Yeah, I mean, in some ways they took a gamble, but he was such a great name. It it, it was a gamble. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely was a gamble from the the Rangers board, but what one thing about them is they've gave him time. They've gave him time to to settle. Um, he's brought an experienced backroom team in, which I think's really helped him. Um, but you've seen over the seasons uh, the progression that they've made. And um, this season, I'll be honest with you, if you asked me at the start of the season, um, would they have been 18 points clear? Would they have been in the last 16? I, I would have probably been unsure. But all credit has got to go to the, the manager, the coaching staff and, and the players because I've got to be honest with you, I've been really impressed. And last night, Again, you've heard over the last three or four weeks people saying the Rangers stuttering a wee bit. Yep, okay, they've not been at, at top form, but last night, I thought they were. I thought they were excellent last night. Against the Belgians, who are second in the league. We shouldn't forget that. Don't underestimate you know? them, yeah. Paul. They, they've got yeah. good players. Defensively, they're a bit open, but Sai says it's starting to show, right? That, that's yeah. just the way they play, but they, they had some handy players. Andy, what do you want to say to Barry and Sai? I just, I'm the back of last night, um... And Morelos, unbelievable for performance. I agree with mm-hmm. the boys in that. I think this is his most complete performance. He's involved in all all five goals. He's, he's, he's bullying defenders. He's getting his big backside in where it needs to be and, and, and he wins that penalty. Um, just an observation on that as well. But five different scorers last night. Last time. Yep. That's quite impressive. Uh, and you're up um, nine five in ag- aggregate. The score goes for fun, and it's uh, that's really um, an attractive prospect going forward. Barry, I just had a question for you. Do you, if that's all right, um, look, look at the, the kind of two games uh, that over that tie, and I'm thinking that's a, a travesty that fans weren't allowed in to kind of witness those games. I mean, what nights would I had then? And it got me thinking to, to my favourite Rangers games I've been in, in attendance at. And I'll give you my two. I'll give you my domestically. It's, okay. There's no contest in 2002, Scottish Cup final, the 3 2 game in, in European, would have been uh, Stuttgart, I think it's 2 1. In the Champions League. What, what would be your two favourite on that basis domestically and in Europe? I'm not going to be far away from what you just mentioned there. Yep. Um, certainly the, the 2002 Cup final, that, that stands out for me. But in Europe, that, probably, there's, there's quite a few. Certainly at Ibrox. I mean, I mean, the only disappointing thing for me, for the players and, and the management team just now, is that the fans should be in. If the fans were in there last night, that, that place would have been jumping. The roof would have come off Ibrox, there's, there's no doubt about it. It's a hard one, Andy, if I'm being honest with you, in terms of Europe, because see European games at Ibrox, under the lights during the week, there's no better feeling playing in games. It's it's amazing and not only disappointing thing for me, as, as I said, that the fans can't mm-hmm. be in this, this great run that they're on. How did you play in the final fairly? Never asked you. How did you play in the final? UEFA Cup final. Uh-huh. No, disappointing. Were you? Yeah. Were you nervous before it? No, just yeah. never performed. I just thought it was. Um, look, I'm not going to use the excuses. We weren't good enough on the night. Um, 
how do I look back and we had loads of games am I going to use that as an excuse no because you look after yourself and you prepare right yep. but overall you ask me I never performed and I think if you ask any of, me, any of the boys any of the teammates and, and that night we just weren't at it what was your best performance in that run up to did you have one? Mm, a few that's a, we had mm. a few we had a few Werder Bremen mm. was a good in Sporting Lisbon uh, they, they were all good mm. see to be honest with you there was, there was some but, tough uh, tough right. games I'll tell you what we'll come back on that tomorrow because we've got four hours tomorrow Andy so come back on seriously Aye. and we'll have a think about that Aye. Andy I want to ask you something you were saying about all the different yeah. scorers Nathan Patterson 18 minutes in the par- uh, 18 seconds and then he scored do you think it was the right, the right decision to bring him on in terms of I'm the you know, can say that now nine things, yep. <laughs> were you surprised uh, w- w- I was yeah I was surprised they're on the bench Um I generally think it was more of a, um, just in terms of who, who, who was available at the time, just because that was out. I generally don't think it would own the bench otherwise. So sometimes these things just have a, a wee bit of fate, isn't it? And it's, it's all yep. set up perfect for them. Barry? Yeah, I, I was surprised, but I've got to be honest with you. The, the manager's thinking what's best for Rangers Football Club, mm-hmm. and that was to include the guys because he needs them. There's, there's a, a few injuries. And, and you know what? Listen. I wasn't one of the ones uh, we actually say in here size the same no jump on the bandwagon and these guys should be sacked never play with Rangers everybody makes mistakes not just footballers everybody's done it mm-hmm. they made a huge mistake they had to pay for it they've had 10 days self-isolation and now they've got an opportunity to put it right they've been fine with the club they're probably going to get a domestic ban um, so that's that's going to hurt them but the manager's got to think what's what's best for his team and that was to include the players last night and listen it's proved right with Nathan Patterson Balligan was struggling a wee mm. bit 10 minutes to go before the first half ended he had a bit of a niggle in his thigh he's brought him off and Nathan Patterson you could see it was relief and I was delighted for him because he's come in for a lot of stick but let's remember he's only 19 years of age mm. you think back when you were 19 we were 19 we all made mistakes mm. yeah. mm. Sai shows you the steely determination of Steven Gerrard Stephen Gerrard, yes, but more so Nathan Patterson for me, Paul. Mm-hmm. You know, get that call at half-time, you're going on. Yep. All the pressure you've been under the last couple of weeks, the criticism you've received, you know, you're winning the game. It's you coming on now, it's up to you to go and take your chance. If you didn't do well, people are on your back even more for the, for the fact that you've done what you've done. So fair play to the kid, you know, because it was a lot of pressure on his young shoulders. And, and I thought he just attacked the game as soon as he came on. You know, that goal settles him in. But you know what else that didn't get mentioned? He's defending, he's defending for the third goal. He wins the free kick because he's aggressive and I, I like that about the, uh, Nathan Patterson as a defender. The ball gets played into his man, he nips in front of him aggressively and he takes the ball off him, he gets filled. Rangers take a quick free kick for there. So he scores the second goal, but for me he finishes the game where he's defending with the third goal because Rangers get the free kick from it. They play quick through the lines and, and they end up scoring a goal. So you've seen both sides of Nathan Patterson's game and, and I thought he'd done really well considering the pressure he must have been under. Nathan was superb in terms of his football tonight. He came on with the right mentality, brought energy and physicality, and obviously scored a wonderful goal. And it was the reaction that he needed and that we needed for the team, more importantly, but also for himself. He's had a whirlwind week along with the other two. We're trying to draw the line and move forward from it. They've been punished internally and they've been spoke to and dealt with internally. We hope that they all learn from that moving forward. The quicker we can move on from it, the better. Barry, it's not a bad way to draw a line under it and get on with it. Do it in the park. No, and the manager speaking sense, as he just says there, that they've been dealt with internally. They've been fine. The manager would have sat down with the guys and looked in their eyes um, to make sure that they were sorry. They've obviously been remorseful. They've apologised. And you know what? That's it for me. Draw a line yeah. under it. They've been punished. They're going to get punished probably when the SFA deal with it. 
Um, but one thing that I will say about it, it's been a, a learning curve for the young man. He's had 10 days sitting in his, his apartment or house. He's had to do a lot of thinking um, and the managers gave him another opportunity. And now what he needs to do is just keep his powder dry, get his, yeah. keep his head down and work hard. Because one thing about him, Paul, he's got potential, and I says it a couple of weeks on the show, for me he's got potential to be a long-term Rangers player. Mm-hmm. And you think well, after after what happened to him, he'll now live his life as a proper professional. Yeah. You know that'll be the shock that he's had, and he's had it early in his career. And you know that could stand him in good stead going on, thinking right, okay, I need to be a top pro here because that's what these guys do. You know, if you are one of these guys now that want to go out and and, and go to nightclubs, you're, you're not lasting modern day football. You know, you need to be a total pro now. And um, he's got that wee shock at 19, and it might be, it might, as I say, it might stand him in good stead for the rest of his career. And it was such a vital time in the game, wasn't it? Because they they can score goals. It could have yeah, gone. They the come into the yeah. last. The last 10 minutes of the first half, once they scored, they came into it. Um, and again, it's one of the ones. That 10, uh, 10 minutes the managers got in the dressing room, you've seen them, they come out flying again, Rangers. And they scored after 16, 16 seconds, and especially young Nathan Patterson. It was a great start to the second half, and they never looked back, um, Rangers. But Fergie, more than the goal I liked was his, defensive, his defending. Because as I say, uh, Antwerp um, recognised that the right back was a, was a weakness. And you know Lukaku was in good form going yeah. into the second half, yeah. and he never went by Patterson one. So first and foremost, I like that he wants to defend. As Gerard said there, he's aggressive. You've seen that with how he he won the free kick for the third goal. You know going forward for me is a bonus. Yeah, but I like to see a young kid. Usually they do just want to run forward, but he, he was so good defensively last night. Yeah, this when might sound, were under the cosh. This mm-hmm. might sound daft. Sometimes you need something like this to happen. Like mm. you, you maybe yeah. need to be getting the bad books yeah. to sometimes take a step back and realise what you've got. He nearly but, threw it away. He, yeah, yeah, he did, but fair play to the manager. I think, again, yeah. I've got to say this, I think, again, the manager's dealt with it really professionally and, and dealt with it really well. And the young man's got another opportunity. Um, and so is the, the other players. Uh, mm. You've seen Zungu coming on for the last eight or so minutes. So fair play to them. They've, they've got another chance. Um, and I think Rangers, have, as I said, they've done the right mm. thing. And Andy, you know what this means for next season? The champions of the Premiership will go automatically into the Champions League. So, you know, Rangers have wrapped up for this year. The preparations are underway for next year. Celtic need to get moving too because you're going automatically and you can't underestimate the difference that's going to make. Yeah, it's a massive difference. Massive. I mean, I'm always... Sometimes I can't believe um, when I I think that Rangers and Celtic at times have having to play three or four qualifiers. I I, I don't think it's right. I think if you're champion... Your country, the champions, you get straight into the, the group stage. And, and listen, it's been a great run for Rangers. The coefficient, it's helped with that. And next season, champions get straight in, which I, I think should happen anyway. And it's the money you can make from it. You go straight yeah. in the group. That's, the, the money's that's a massive, was it 20 million quid you make Celtic for getting in the group 28 stages? 28 million, 28 million in 2018. So, what an incentive for next year, not only to win the league but also to get in that, that Champions League spot because £28 million could, could set you apart. Andy, thanks for calling and tune in tomorrow and we'll ask more about Barry. That's tomorrow Cheers, afternoon. Cheers, Cheers, thanks Andy. Andy. Cheers. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Thanks to Chris for the traffic and travel. So Monday to Friday, we take you home from work. Do people still go to work? Actually, not that many people working from home. But Si, Barry, tonight it's two hours lighter than it was at Christmas. Two hours extra light. Oh, it's lovely. No, by the way, the traffic's busy. I was nearly late today. The place was mobbed, so... The place is jumping just now, isn't it? With the sun and the weather being out. 
It makes it, it makes a difference yeah. oh. yeah. when, when you wake up with blue skies. I don't yeah. mind it when it's a bit cold as long you as like it's the not blue rain. skies, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> he was in that. He was in that hot tub with them, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> the Olympic size hot tub. I was in it last night, mate. <laughs> celebrating. Yeah, as well you should, Barry, because uh, your old team Rangers listen, winning. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, listen, it's been a, a tough nine years. Yep. I've got to be honest with you, and it's just good to see that they're that they're in a good place just now. Of course, right, let's be honest with you. We so, would you sit in the hot tub, baby? Red wine, huh? Oh, I was sitting watching the game. I'm only kidding. What, in the hot tub? No, no, no. No, no. No, champagne. Not yet. Not yet. You'll, yeah. need, to get a sh- you'll need to get a shallow end in the hot tub for Paul when he comes up. <laughs> if, we <laughs> ever, <laughs> if we're ever invited. I've got ladders. I've got ladders, so if you can. Uh, si, you won't say, he and, he and I will go up there. He's never once said, yeah, you will be. No, there's, there's, no, there's not even been an invite. No, no, you just Listen, we're still in lockdown, guys. <laughs> but once, lock- so once, once lockdown, are we getting up? You're more than welcome. More than milk. We'll be there. Tomorrow afternoon, Celtic against Aberdeen. John Kennedy in charge. So he was up uh, in front of the press today and he was asked, is he thinking about the job full-time for him? No, awesome. I'm not interested in anything other than you know Saturday and then and then next week. And you know the club will look at it themselves. Like it's not about me. It's not about me and my my future or where do I see myself? You know, this is my first you know, half opportunity, I'll call it, to you know take charge. But in terms of even you know within this week, it's been very much about you know this isn't about me. This is about everybody collectively. You know, doing the jobs. You know, I'll come in, I'll still coach, I'll still work as hard as we can. You know, but at the same time, I'll just kind of give the guidance from the front, and then we'll deal with each each day as it comes. Mikey, a Celtic fan, is on the line here in Glasgow's own Go Radio with OPC Energy Limited. Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred. Good evening, Mikey. Hi, how's it going, guys? All right, Mikey. Good. You? How are you feeling for? Uh, what do you think about John Kennedy in charge? Meantime, I like it's probably it's probably best you're going to get just now between the end of the season. Um, probably feel a bit safer with John the other now, as opposed to Neil last week. Um, just for maybe some a bit pressure. I think he was just a bit of a car crash shut him down now. Um, so make it something different to John Kennedy. So here's hope it kind of goes well for him. Did you, did you hear Sai saying that he's really highly rated as a coach by the players? I, I can, can of hear a, a few people that kind of in, in the media kind of do come out and say he is really highly rated, but um, obviously I'd imagine managers very different to coaching mm. things. So um, hopefully he's as good a manager as a coach. What did you want to ask Sai and Barry? Oh, I was actually going to ask him, um, Kennedy, if they thought he could be in the running for it, kind of full time. Um, I don't know if he'll be. Probably beating us is a bit of a trial period. Um, so the last two times, obviously Lennon's got a job. It's been kind of trials. And he's kind of know what I'm doing. So he's done well enough to get a job full time. So if, if Kennedy cuts the gap down, he's obviously not going to win the league. But if he cuts it down to probably less than ten points, for example, wins the Scottish Cup, then they'll, they'll probably have to give him the job. I, I don't imagine it'll be easy for him to knock him back if he does, does well enough. And um, see what the guys want that. Barry. Well, look, look I, I agree with the word that, that Mikey just used there. This could be an eight-game trial to see how he, he he performs. Now, it's different for being a, a coach to a manager. He'll need to now go and disappoint a number of players and, and pick a starting eleven. Um, that's when you get guys chatting your door or whatever, um, saying he's, they're, they're no happy. So he's got all these things that he needs to k- contend with. But it's a good opportunity for him, as I said. It's um, it's well known that he's, he's a good coach. He enjoys that, that side of it. Um, and you'll see the difference with what he picks tomorrow, the way he goes, the formation he plays, the personnel he, he picks. And um, the spotlight will be on him. He, he'll know that. Look, he's not going to say it in the media, but this is an opportunity for John Kennedy now to go and show what he's learned over the last um, five, six years 
been uh, been under serving under um, good managers. He probably have learned a lot, but now it's his time to go and show what what he can do and what he can bring to Celtic. Because if he does go and and say close close the gap and they start playing a, a certain brand of football. Celtic hierarchy might be looking and thinking listen I think now's maybe the time that, that John Kennedy can take it you never know Side today David Moyes ruled himself out mm-hmm. in his media conference and they're talking about Martinez I don't see that happening no. Benitez has been mentioned so many times Eddie Howe still a strong suggestion about him the fans have been so angry would they ever even if he won eight, eight games mind you that's two of them are against Rangers do you think he would be a big enough choice for the Celtic fans for next season? No I don't think John Kennedy will get the Celtic job yep. Um if he, uh, win, if he does really well No I still don't think He'll get a ferry Do you? Well I, I, you don't know What way they are, they are they're thinking, thinking. Uh, I think they'll go For a bigger name I think I think the fans Will want a big name Not a big name But a bigger name I think Eddie Howe The mayor I think about it Paul I think Eddie Howe Will be the the choice You know they're talking About going with this Director of football And you've got one you like That you've heard of Well the guy yep. David Webb I think he's worked yep. At Bournemouth with Eddie Howe So that would be a no brainer I think Eddie Howe's the type Paul that would Quite happily come in here Get a style of play How he wants to play it, And I think he would let somebody else be a David Webb go and pick players from say I'm going to play in this style of play in this position I want this type of player a wide player I want for a wide player I want this I think he'd be quite happy to go and let David Webb find them obviously I think he'd be he'd want the end decision on that you've got to have if you're he, a manager I think, but yeah. I think he'd be more interested in coaching Fergie you know? and I think yeah. if you're going to have a director of football it's that type that you need to work with I, I, I think say at a big club you've got to have something that, that takes a, a big weight off the manager he yeah. can go and concentrate on picking his team coaching his team and as you just mentioned they're going to identify this is what I'm wanting he'll bring five players and then the manager will, will have the end saying and who's going to bring but I think that is the way that Celtic are going to go down I think that's the route a director of football yeah. but he's he also on Eddie Howe and I, I told you my mate's under 19 coach and Eddie Howe makes it that the first team the under 20s and the under 19s whatever it is the, the, the three tiers huh? of teams they're coached the same and they play the same and I think I think that's what Celtic need right now that's what they do at Liverpool that's the way they do it at and Liverpool so, so, and yeah. you've seen it with Rangers you, you watch Nathan Patterson last night you can yep. tell he's been coached the way the first team's coached because as soon as he comes into the team he's a, he's a James Tavernier I, I think that should be all the way through the club up until an age where they, they go into 11s is it 12 year old or 13 mm. year old for that mm. that's the way they play the way the first team play because it's got to then go and branch down into all the, the age groups Mikey what about that Eddie how would you think uh, I don't know about Eddie Howe um, Probably as a coach I thought it would be Kind of one of the best You can get But it was actually uh, Sorry you put, put me off him. I know <laughs> that That, that is the downside it's a, Yeah <laughs> I know that would be Your only negative <laughs> Eddie Howe Wouldn't it <laughs> And what was that That was about You didn't think I don't imagine he, I don't know how He's going to be Going to Glasgow I can't believe anyone missed you on the show so many are tuning in but what was it you said about him it was a month or two ago so that was yeah. in the, that was I was talking about if, if Neil Lennon was going to go I think it was earlier on in the season yeah. Eddie Howe coming in I thought the pressure of trying to win 10 in a row would maybe be a bit much for him but if you say Eddie Howe here's a 3 or 4 year contract Rangers have won the league now we're going to give you 2 or 3 years to get this right then there's less mm-hmm. pressure you know coming into a season where yes you need to win the league I thought that would have been too much for Eddie Howe but I do think if you give him a director of football what he wants you know you can filter down to the youth you can go and rebuild the whole club how you want to do it you've got two years to go and do that I think Eddie Howe, that would suit Eddie Howe better than coming into a, a season like this season a certain character the, mm. see when you come in up here west of Scotland Celtic or Rangers the demands and expectations put on you and I think a lot of managers are no get that elsewhere mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah. it needs to be somebody who's a strong character in terms of time I don't think you're going to get time much time that way the, the pressure that's put on you 
fans demand you to win every single game. You'd imagine these conversations must be going on just now, Si, behind the scenes. Who is going to be in charge next season? They can't just wait six games, it's eight games. Hard, it's no doubt. Yeah, yeah, they'll be, they'll be, be trying to earmark people now, definitely. And also, would you not want to sign somebody up now before jobs become available, maybe towards the end of the season? You know, managers in mid-table sure, clubs. Surely they're, they're thinking, in right, we'll get him in place. He doesn't come yeah. in just now, but he's in the background. Yeah. He's watching yeah. the team play. He's identifying where he needs to strengthen. That's what I think Celtic need to do ASAP. Mm-hmm. They, they can't wait to the start. They can't wait to June. No, you'd be surprised if that isn't happening. Though. Surely no, I, that's happening. I, I would be shocked. I'd be shocked if they're not wanting to get somebody in ASAP. What, but, but then, but what yeah. if you're looking at somebody at the Euros? You know, because Steve Clark's been meant, and I could see Steve Clark as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Steve Clark would be a safe choice for me. What be style of football? Yeah, that would be your that would be your worry. But again, as he only played that style of football because of the teams he had, and that's what I like about mm-hmm. Steve Clark as well. He picks his team based on the players that he's got. So who's to say that if he goes and gets a Celtic with better players, he might play attacking football? We don't know because he's never really had that opportunity. Well, one thing about Steve Clark, they're not concede goals. No, yeah. that's true. Yeah, because you see the difference he's made. Um, since, well, you've seen the difference at Kilmarnock, but since he's yeah. come into the Scotland um, hot seat, I think he's made a huge difference. Us as a, a nation, a national team, have made huge strides. And look, it's all about Celtic fans. Like a certain brand of football, mm. they like attacking, free-flowing football. Is that going to suit Steve Clark? Well, one thing about Steve Clark, he's an experienced guy. I think he's a top manager. Mm. I do. Agree. Mikey is the wild card. Frank Lampard. Could you see him coming up north, taking on uh, Stephen Gerrard? Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't be keen on it. I don't think he's done enough um, to justify getting Celtic job. Um, he kind of got a Chelsea job off the back of his playing career. Um, I don't think it's enough at Derby to get that job, but if you want to go to that. Who would you want, Mikey? Um, I don't know. Um, honestly, I, I've no idea where they'll go for it. Um, I, I don't want them to look at him to the Euros. I'd rather they go somewhere and before the Euros. Mm. So, like, Martinez and Clark, just let them go to the Euros. And if it comes in when the time suits, about better years down the line or whatever, then aye. But um, I wouldn't be keen on somebody to the Euros. See, but Benitez as well. Yeah, I've, seen, I've seen Benitez mentioned as well, but if you're going to go down the director of football route, I don't think Benitez is your man. Because, <laughs> you know, you speak to, as he said, well, you speak to Jamie, yeah. I spoke to Jamie Carragher, Matt Ritchie, who've worked yeah. in there. Oh, you're, I'm just name-dropping. How's that for a name-dropping? So <laughs> but I think he only really cares about the first team. Rafa Benitez I don't think he worries about the reserves or the youth team I think certainly needs a longer term plan yeah. and I think when he does do a first team he picks the players you know you mm-hmm. think of Liverpool he brought all the Spanish players in yeah. is he going to listen to a David Webb or a guy that hasn't coached before in terms of transfer targets I don't think so and then if you do let him go and pick his targets does he know enough about Scottish football to go and pick players that, that are suited to play here so Rafa Benitez I think Eddie Howe would be a better fit with the road that Celtic want to go down just now and he couldn't deal with the budgets here you know Celtic Rangers don't have the budgets you have at uh, at the elite clubs down south or in Spain yeah the, the money's not the same let's be honest and that, that's down to like, the revenue and TV? the, the TV yep. money um, it's not going to be in a par with the English Premier League but I always say if a Rangers or a Celtic jog come up I, I think managers would be desperate to take it two yep. big clubs chance of playing in Europe look at the fan base and if you're a manager or a player, you want to play under pressure. And these two clubs are like that. Another thing with Benitez is he's got a backroom staff of about eight people. So <laughs> I've certainly got yeah. the finance to go and pay, pay them as well. Whereas you think Eddie Howe, I think he works with just him and Jason Tindall. Mm-hmm. Well, we were speaking about assistant that. Manager. See Stephen Gerrard, he was allowed to bring in quite a big staff. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And it's not just your coaching staff. Yeah. They're like sports scientists, Science, nutritionists, doctors, physios. So it's going to be a, a, a big... 
mean, a, a big shuffle of, of staff. But also, if a manager like, comes see, in. if a manager comes in, Fergie, I don't know about you, but I'm getting a big job. I'm bringing reserve managers and youth team managers yeah. as well because, as I say, it needs to funnel Absolutely. through. Mm. Everyone needs to be on the same page. Do you know who we've not mentioned? The underperforming players. Uh, John Kennedy was asked today about the squad and an overhaul. He obviously seen things a certain way, and it's his own opinion. Certainly know that you know with every departure of a manager, there comes a review process and what's gone wrong, and why, and how can we fix it. And I know that's how the club always operate. It's an ongoing process. You know, obviously, then the depth of that you know review becomes deeper in terms of when times you've not reached the levels you, you you want to, and a manager loses his job. In terms of squad wise, we know where we stand. We know what we've got. You know, we've we'll got a couple of players, you know, we've met last year of the contract. There'll be a couple of players maybe out of contract, whatever it may be. So there's, there's things to be looked at, you know, but the club will have to do that over the coming months. You were speaking there, obviously, at first about Neil Lennon saying it needs an overhaul. And anyone can see it does. Yeah, but I mean, I think everybody knows that this is going to be a full rebuild at Celtic in the summer. And in terms of responsibility, I, I do think the players get away with it at times. Yeah. Look, I know a lot of it lies in the shoulders of the manager because he picks the teams. Um, but I think players get away with it as well. They've got to shoulder a bit of responsibility because they've clearly not performed on the pitch. Yeah, but with the players, obviously it's not been good enough because they're that far behind. But you know, I've seen I've seen an improvement in terms of work rate in the last since they went to the diamond, especially and their reaction to lose the ball. Earlier on in the season, they were losing the ball and the arms were getting flung up in the air, and it was a jog to get it back. Mm. But I have seen in the past, since as I say, since they went to the diamond. The, the reaction's much better to get it back. They are chasing that bit more. Is, does that come for players themselves, or was there no instruction of when you lose the ball, go and hunt, hunt and get it back straight away? Until Ross County. Well, no, I thought, no. I thought they'd done it fine yep. at Ross County. And Ross County couldn't have put two passes together, Paul, because yep. of Celtic's pressure on the ball. They've done that a lot better yep. since the turn of the year. But what they have now improved on set is their piece. set pieces. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that, again, been a massive point. I, I think Celtic going forward are, are, are strong still. I think they've got good players. What, what's basically killed Celtic all season has been the goals that they've lost whether it's from from a, a set piece whether it's through open play the defending's clearly not been good enough I know the goals in that speak for themselves Fergie in terms of your point of attacking but see when I watched Rangers last night and I watched Celtic attacking wise Rangers are much slicker for me in terms of the movements to get on the ball mm. and, and how they attack than what Celtic do I think sometimes I watch Celtic and think it's going, going, going to date yourself. Whereas I think Rangers have got a style of the two wide players that's coming inside the fullbacks going up. That's why I'm interested to see uh, John Kennedy's yeah. lineup yep. and the way he sets his team up. To see if he, he does change it, he's maybe seen something that obviously that ultimately Neil Lennon picked to the way that Celtic plays. So it'll be interesting to see how John Kennedy goes about it. Tomorrow. I think it'll be a 4 2 3 1, do you? Yeah, I've got a sneaky feeling it might be. I think it might change. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll tell you tomorrow here on Go. We're on two till six. Mikey, what's your scoreline tomorrow? Oh, I'm going to go for a, a boring one now. I don't know the goals in it. Yeah. <laughs> I think Andy looks like scoring now. <laughs> An Aberdeen fan would say who for? <laughs> you think one nil Celtic? Yeah. If that's the case for me, I'll watch St Mirren's County tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Celtic run over the top of Aberdeen. Think so yeah. Yep. Aberdeen got something to prove as well. They got the points last weekend. Mikey, thanks for calling. We're back with more. We're going to look again at Rangers next. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Go Radio Football Show. Barry Ferguson, Cy Ferry, Paul Cooney. We're on again tomorrow afternoon, two until six. Full card pretty much tomorrow. Rangers not playing this weekend, so they can rest up. They've got Livy next week because Livy, of course, the cup final on Sunday against St. Johnson, and we'll be previewing that on the programme tomorrow. Rangers winning 5-2 last night. 9-5 in aggregate against Royal Antwerp. And today they were drawn 
in the next round in the last 16 Slavia Prague what about the goal scoring here's the manager Steven Gerrard yeah and that's not to mention the four from the first leg as well and there could have been many more and as I say in terms of our attack and play and our style and, and how it looked I'm sure people have really enjoyed watching us most importantly our fans I've certainly enjoyed it from the side and the players have enjoyed playing in it over the course of the two legs we could have scored more than nine we've seen that's where the opposition's weakness was and we wanted to be really bold we, we, we picked two really aggressive ambitious teams to go and deliver that and the players deserve uh, all the applause that are going to come their way so Barry, Sai up against Slavia Prague, the team that beat Leicester last night, and that's not easy to do. Yeah, there'll be a decent outfit. You don't get into the last 16 if, if you're not a good team, Paul. So, I mean, you just mentioned there, they beat a, a real good Leicester team. I know they were missing a few players, Leicester. Uh, but if you looked at the draw overall after the game last night, probably the two teams that, that I picked out were, were Slavia Prague and Mould that you would want to maybe get. And as I mentioned before, sometimes you need a wee bit of luck of the draw. I think maybe Rangers have got it, but don't underestimate them. They're a decent team. Czech teams are always technically really good. And it will still be a tough game for Rangers, but what an opportunity they've got to get into the last eight. There's a bit of football to be played up until then. But if you asked me before it, what were the teams that I would be looking out for and hopefully get... Prague would have been one of them. It mm. was, yep. Sai, they saw off Sevilla or Seville just two years ago uh, in the quarterfinals, so they're no mugs and they're the bigger of the two teams at the moment in Sparta. And obviously Prague uh, defeated Celtic 4-1 and 4-1. Yeah. What do you think for Rangers? What, they beat Seville two years ago? Yeah. Nah, I'm not reading anything of that, Paul. No. That's a long time, <laughs> But no, the, the thing that Rangers have got, Paul, in Europe, I'm, I'm watching it last night, first 30 minutes to go and press high up the pitch, you take it off, and then they go and sit back. So they've got, they've got two ways of playing off the ball in Europe. And, and they're both... So... No matter how Slavia Prague will play, Steven Gerrard will have a plan for it. You know, Rangers will not just go out there and, and try and play their own way. They'll have a, a plan set up for their away leg, especially. I think that away from home, they're very good in Europe. They'll probably sit off and try and hit on the counter attack. But I agree with Fergie. Mould and, and Prague would have been the two that you were you were looking for. Uh, and just on last night, if, if they work the way they do as a, a team, Paul, they'll be tough to beat. But one thing they do need to get better at is that. The defensive side, you know, that's what's caught, that's what's stood them in good stead throughout the whole season. They're now looking that wee bit vulnerable where one ball over the top is doing them, you know, with Hollander and and um, I agree and Goldson in particular. And I, I yeah. think I would put Balligan in there. Mm. You know, I, I would. I'd go Balligan, Goldson, and I'd put Patterson in at right back. Mm. I think you're less susceptible to the ball over the top with Balligan in there. Yeah, but I, I want to look at the positives, and the positives were Rangers were excellent going mm. forward. That there's no. No doubt about that. I think when the when the dust settles a wee bit and the manager walks it back, uh, watches it back. Sorry, I think he'll be disappointed in the, the two goals because they're avoidable for me. Um, certainly the second one, Golson can be a bit deeper, uh, and that's something I don't think it will concern them because overall throughout the season they've been really strong yeah. defensively. Just these two games, they've leaked a, a few goals, which is very unlike them. Um, but when you've got a team that are so confident going forward and the way the front three played last night. You, you, I mean, you're always going to be looking to win games. I thought he just sent his team out to go and win. Yeah. It was, it was, um, it just jumped out at me that when you looked at the team, the way they were on the front foot, they just looked full of energy. And I just think that they're really well suited to the European game. I also think that comes as well, Fergie, with Aribo playing that centre midfield role. He's got to play I think there. in SPL, Fergie going forward, that's fine. But you see the the bit that he maybe isn't as good at when he has to run back and follow yep. runners into the box. You know, if that's a jack there, Jack follows his runner and that goal doesn't go in. Mm-hmm. But so, I, I do prefer him in there, Sai. Yeah. We, we watched the game uh, the weekend against Dundee United. I thought he was excellent. I like him in that 
central midfield area that's one bit where he, he does need to get better, better at yeah. tracking back um, but again I think if Jack was fit he would have probably played in beside mm. Stephen Davis there so you've got two guys who are, are really like good defensively yeah. I know Kamara likes to go a, a bit forward but I thought overall it was a real good team performance just only probably negative but I don't like looking at negative mm. probably the two goals could have been avoidable and that's what maybe a disappointed but overall you've got to be delighted with the way they played and some of the goals I thought the third goal they play was brilliant Kamara's ball mm. for me starts it off he whips it right into Hadji great in the half turn great ball through Morelos really forward thinking and then Ryan Kent I want to see him do that's that it, he's, getting got, in he's got so much to bring to that team and we've said it on the show before he can score goals he he should be looking at getting 15 yep. goals a season for me but it's even before sorry Paul but it's even before Kamara's pass because it's what you've spoken about this year it's the patience you know that, that isn't just Kamara getting the ball and pa- they bounce it about for three or four they move Prague and, and it's Stephen Davis you know instead of getting turned his guy come close and he just goes back to goals and he makes a good decision Goldson then finds Kamara who because he can get turned and play forward he does and that's it's what they ball, do well it's picking the right ball, times to pass the ball forward I mean as a central midfielder that ball I, I, love, I love it I love that ball takes the whole yeah. midfield at the game Fergie doesn't it it does It does. he's whipped it right and, and, and to be fair to Hadji brilliant on the half turn um, and then Morelos who I thought was unplayable last night mm. um, but Ryan Kent driving into that box that's what mm. I want to see him he can He's got that in his locker. You I see his response. He was dropped a week or two ago. I know the manager said he had a knock. He played so many games, but it worked, didn't it? Yeah, sometimes you've got to come out and yeah. and take a wee breather. And I think I think the manager's done that with a few players this season. Mm-hmm. And you see the response he's got. And the last three games, for me, well, he came on against um, Antwerp over there. I thought Ryan Kent was excellent. Again, he continued that, that against Dundee United. And last night, him and Morelos, for me, were on a different wavelength from um, all the players on the park. Well, that's why I don't understand why he doesn't do it more. You know, Morelos. Way, no, Kent get in the box yeah. because the way he can finish yeah. on both feet. You know, and there's times this year where Rangers are maybe at 0 0 and there's crosses cut, and I see him standing out wider mm. on the edge of the box. Get yourself in the box. That's how you get, you know, the one criticism has been since he's came up here is maybe his numbers in terms of goals. That's how you get your numbers up, getting the dirty goals by getting in at the Just back gamble. post. Gamble, mm. Fergie, exactly. Because yep. you've, got, you've got three guys behind you that work so hard that you didn't need to be doing that defensive side uh, of the game. I was, tell you, I was watching the, the midfield three, Kamara, Davis, and Arebo, the amount of work mm. that they three guys put in. Because um, the, the three up top were really. Narrow and tight to each other, and obviously at times Arebo had to go out of the, the the right wing back, and Kamara had to go out. Left the, wing the, back. Yep, and you, it was some shift, and Stephen Davis had to do it as well. So that goes unnoticed at times that the amount of work the midfield three put in, and the front three though, Fergie. Because it's the first time I've actually noticed it with Rangers. Prague played with a sitter. Now usually when I'm playing against a sitter and a three, one of the three midfielders would go and mark the sitter. Mm-hmm. But it's actually the opposite front man that goes in mm-hmm. and marks the, the yeah. sitting midfielder. And that just allows the three to sit and, 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 and work across the pitch. See the interchange of the front three as well, but it yeah, when it's so the ball. Yeah, yeah. It, they're always on the move. They're not standing idle, they're, they're, they're moving, uh, interchanging all the time. It's it's difficult to pick up and do you know what that is? That's down to that's work on the training ground. Yeah. That's getting an understanding of, of the way you're playing. And last night it just clicked for me. It's a bit like you two tonight. It's clicking. You're on it, the two of you. But then see, just, just on that point, exactly. just on the point, that's what I didn't see for Celtic this year. 
So that set of the yeah. disjointed Paul is one runs here, one runs mm-hmm. there. Whereas Rangers, it's set in stone. When he goes here, you run here. Yeah. Everyone knows their position when the ball's at a certain area of the pitch. And that's where Rangers have been ago, miles say, better. See, three or four months ago, we had people coming on saying Morelos dropping too deep. Mm-hmm. See, last night he was away and beside Stephen Davis at times. He's doing that for a reason. He creates space in behind. And I, again, I thought his link-up play, everything about him last night. All right, he's not scored as many goals as he had previous years. But do you know what's happening? Rangers are scoring goals all over the pitch, mm. which makes a because big difference. Because of him, so Fergie. Yeah, yeah, but they're not mm. relying on his goals. Everybody's chipping in with goals this season, which is important as a team. Is that right? You set up every every other goal? Eight out of nine. He either yeah, scored or set them up. Sai, Barry, how much is he worth now? Because we're now at the business end of the season. The league is done. Seven points to go. Uh, still in the Europa League. Will he be here next season? Because people I hope are watching. He is. Sure. I, I hope but, he is for... Um, Rangers, as we've said plenty of times on this show, for me, it just the proof was in the pudding last night. Rangers are a far better team. But when he's playing like that, and you, you heard the manager do the interview, he tends to bring his best football to the European stage. Mm. Um, look, people are going to be looking at him. If he performs like that, it's going to be difficult to hold on. But listen, it comes down to the, the money side. Sure. I, I don't know. You see the money it goes on. It's getting thrown around, sorry, in England's. Is he 20 crazy. million? But I've always said, listen, he's £15 million player for me. Yeah. But that that performance last night, that'll put another few million on it. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's, for me, if, if it's Rangers, he's my mo- he's most most important player. Mm-hmm. I'd rather lose a Kent, I'd rather lose a Barisek, I'd rather lose a Kamara, because I think they're, re- I think they're replaced easily. I, I think if you're going to replace a, an Alfredo Morelos, you, you need to pay a lot of money. It's all very good getting £15 million quid for him, but how, how do you replace him? You know, it, it'd take a lot of money to get, get one guy, a guy that gets you 20 goals a season. And the way he is working now for the team, and, and he's, he's a pain in the backside. You know, centre halves don't enjoy playing against them. It's not easy to go and get strikers, yep. so Fergie. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you lose Morelos, it's mm-hmm. not easy to go and get a striker. Certainly, you've, certainly yeah. you've seen that with Celtic. No, certainly, with him, he's, he's all round games improved. He's strong, he's physical, he can score goals. And one thing about him this year, he's definitely worked on it. His link up plays a lot better. Sometimes he's frustrating, sometimes, yep, he's going to get a suspension. But do you know what? He's worth it for me. It's just the way he can work a back four. And he you smiled know. last night. <laughs> That's exactly what I was Have you ever I seen him smile? I don't mind that. Do you know what? Much? On the pitch, he's aggressive. Yep. He's moody. I don't mind that. Like but yourself. it was nice to see. <laughs> it was nice to see him smiling. And he actually done an interview after the game but, for Rangers TV. Oh, you know, did he? Yeah. yeah. But do you notice he's only started smiling since he's had his teeth done? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not quite the Chris Boyd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he was happy today he was doing the draw on Sky and he did well actually Chris Boy because he was trying to watch it and he was being interviewed as it came in live so that's the draw if you're just uh, tuning in say, it's not, don't get carried away that, yep, that's tough. what I like about them they're, they're not getting carried away they're, he's listening he's, yep. what, the way they've went about their business this season I think has been really professional mm-hmm. good performance he's strong dust yourselves down yep. move on to the next game Slavia Prague they've got a 19 year old striker he got uh, the second goal against Leicester last night 19 year old Senegalese player and uh, he said four goals already in Europa League so they've got some really good players Si yeah and again Rangers are conceding goals in Europe now but like Fergie says I think once they get a settle back for uh, with Patterson coming in and I think if they can get a partnership going for now until then and the big thing Paul again and I'll say it, if they can get Jack and Davis fit and Kamara in that three in Europe I think that works really well defensively I think the front three are playing so well just now that you could afford to leave a reboot for a European game. 
you know, I think if you can keep yourself tight at the back with the, that back that back four and the, the three in midfield, you could let like Sahaji, Kent and, and Morelos go and take teams on themselves. News is next. Thanks for making the switch. We're here till seven. Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk. The Bull Radio Football Show. Well, it's some weekend coming up. Everyone is buzzing for it. Celtic have John Kennedy in charge. A lot's been said about Neil Lennon, but one of the most successful players and managers in the history of Celtic. And Barry, I think that's how people will remember Neil Lennon. I would like to think so. Um, he should be. Yeah, because yep. he, he's gave 20 years um, his life to Celtic. He was a real successful player, winning trophies as captain. And let's not forget, he was a successful manager as well. Listen, he said a tough time. Um, but look... Things have happened. Now I think he'll go away and and just rest up. And um, you never know, he could be back in the game soon. But look, I, I'm sure the vast majority of fans will look back on Neil Lennon as, as being a, a successful player and manager and still a legend at the club. And he'll lead Celtic against Aberdeen tomorrow, three o'clock. We run from two until six. Hibs are playing Motherwell. Some good games tomorrow. Kelly against Dundee United. And how badly do Kilmarnock need points? Oh. And St Mirren against Ross County. Saints top six, Ross County battling to get out at the bottom. John Hughes joined us Monday night on the show and the big man was absolutely <laughs> terrific. I see he got uh, Scott Airfield uh, text him and said... Well done, Gaffer. The, yeah, the I text them as well. Yeah, yeah. You did indeed. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sunday, the cup final, Livingston against St. Johnson. And wasn't it great having Marv on on Wednesday night, Marvin Bartley, and uh, he's so up for it. He knows it's going to be tough, but it's a special occasion. You've got five winner's medals. Yeah, it is a special occasion. And and you know what? The, both St. Johnson and Livingston deserve to be there, Paul. Um, I, I think they've been, they've been really good to watch both teams. I know Livingston have been through a bit of a... Uh, a bad period over the last two or three games um, but listen what an opportunity for their players because um, it, it could be your first and it could be your last cup final so the only advice I could give them is go out and give it everything you've got because you don't want to have regrets at the end of it so it's a great opportunity for, for both teams and both sets of players to try and get a, a winner's medal in a, the first trophy in and the cabinet we'll build up to it tomorrow afternoon let's go back on the lines after Rangers going through they've got Slavia Prague in the last 16 of the Europa League uh, Gary's on the line a Rangers fan hello Gary hi how you doing guys good thanks how are you you must be happy oh I'm delighted man <laughs> absolutely buzzing so glad we've equaled last year yep indeed uh, the last 16 were, were you worried at any time last night uh, no, I mean, when they, they scored the equaliser, you're sort of like, oh, it could go one or two ways, but mm. thankfully it went the right way. And your man of the match, what about Morelos? That guy's just unreal. I mean, he's just a different class. If he's no scoring, he's absolutely tearing it up against everybody. He just draws players in, he's turning players. I didn't think he had that wee flick and get rid of player. I didn't think he had that, man. But to get rid of that guy and pass it into Kent last night, mm-hmm. I thought it was unreal. Uh, superb play. Great. So what do you want to ask Barry and Si? So my thing is, that I was torn between my head and my heart last night. And I just wanted to help think your guys' opinion on it. So obviously we, Nathan Patterson, 
broke COVID regulations. Yep. He's been forgiven. He's been brought back. He scored a goal. My head says, see if that was any other team with any other player, I'd be calling for his his neck. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean? Like that. That's guy shouldn't have been playing. He shouldn't have had a chance. But then the wee guy comes on and does that in 16 seconds, and you see the passion and what it meant to him. And I'm just, I just wanted to know what you guys thought about it. If it should have been a more stringent thing and kept him out the team. But I mean, I think Gerard was just doing what the team needed at the time. Mm-hmm. But just to yep. see what you guys thought. That's what I said, Gary. I think the managers just thought, uh, thought first and foremost what's best for for Rangers as a team, and that was to bring the guys in and involve them again. Listen. We've all made mistakes. He's only a, a, a young guy um, and he's been punished for it. He's been dealt with internally. He's been fined and I would guess he's going to miss games domestically. Um, so for me, he's been punished and I'm all for... Listen, I get in trouble a few times and I guess everybody's been in trouble. I'm all for if they're remorseful, they're sorry, they apologise for giving them a, a second chance and, and that's what the young lad's been given, a, a second chance that the manager obviously feels that They've done enough, they've, they've said enough, and they're apologetic. And great for a young boy. Now he's just got to get his head down and, and work even harder. And, and it's the same case for the, the other lad. Zungu came on for the last eight minutes, and again, he's got an opportunity to try and earn the deal. He's only in loan. Um, and the jury's out on him, aren't they? Mm. Already. Yeah, listen, yeah. He's, he's had a slow start to his Rangers career. Mm. There's no doubt about it. But there's still, for me, there's a, a player in there. But in terms of Nathan Parson, I think there's huge potential. Um, I just hope in time that he realises he's made a, bi- a big mistake he's got a second chance and I think it should be brushed under the carpet now forgotten about as I said I think Rangers and the managers dealt with it um, very well uh, and they've been punished now it's just for now uh, for the boy sorry to just go and play his football and do your talking on the pitch Gary are you happy with that? I know totally what Barry says and another wee thing I just thought it was really refreshing see for the way the wee boy celebrated that goal yep. see we're having the fans there it was as if he just scored the winner in a cup final in the last minute mm-hmm. so it's really good to see an actual academy player coming through because I mean who was the last guy you know what I mean that actually came through the academy and shone like that you know what I mean on uh, a big stage yeah I, th- I think you've seen me celebration last night what it meant it's been a tough 10 days for the, the boys probably sat and he's in his room thinking to himself I've been one silly boy mm. um, and he's self-inflicted yeah. Yeah. and listen I'm not going to say it, it was it was stupid they shouldn't have done it yeah. um, but as I said they've been punished he's had an opportunity last night and he, he's grabbed it with both hands and you've you seen me celebrations and the biggest thing for me is you've seen his teammates mm. his teammates were up and they've forgotten about it as well so Let's um, mm. let's brush it under the, the carpet and, and move on and, and hopefully he can become in future a top Rangers player. Si, would you agree or do you think Rangers should have said no? He has to face a punishment. He's punished in the domestic games. What do you feel? No, listen, I absolutely slaughtered him at the time mm-hmm. for doing it. You know, as I said, we, we're all desperate to get back to football. These guys have had that, they're at least the, the, they've abused that privilege. And that's it. That's his punishment. Us all getting on his back. You know, this will be the worst two weeks of his life. I've no doubt about it. The amount of abuse and criticism he's received, quite rightly so, as I've said, that's his punishment as well. You know, the club will hit him hard with in terms of wages and stuff like that. No playing, but the abuse that he's received for a nineteen-year-old kid, you know, that's a lot, a lot to take. Um, I think that's been done now. Like Fergie says, mm-hmm. quite rightly so. He's been he's been um, slaughtered for it. It's now time to move on. He's a young kid. We've all made mistakes. 
Um, and I think you'll become a better player and a better person for it as well, Paul. When did you make a mistake? Oh, every every week. Tell us about one that you were. Uh, when were you forgiven? Because I'm going to ask. Do you know, do you know yeah. what's happened? Hardest. Yeah. It's not in the pocket. It's not going to be games. It's the criticism yeah. and missing games of football. That's what's going to happen hard. And the last ten days has been a, a big learning curve for him. Can not you just imagine? him? The, yeah. the other players as well. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I was listen. I, I just couldn't believe what they'd done. Um, mm. Obviously, what happened with, with Jones and Edmondson, yeah. I was I wasn't happy because no. um, it could have brought a lot worse circumstances to Rangers. But do you know what? I'm all for as I, I keep going on about it. Everybody was saying, get rid of them, sack them, do this, do that. We don't know the ins and outs. The manager's made a decision. He sat down with them, and clearly they've been sorry. They've apologised to the teammates. They've apologised to the most important people for me, as the fans. Mm. So that's enough for me. Mm. They could have been checking the timetable to Derby County, couldn't they? It could have happened. They could have been sent down there. But yeah, no. and, you, and if they did, Paul, you would yep. not blame Stephen yep. Gerrard for that. But, but football-wise, it's But he's right. obviously spoke to them, and, and he's a good judge of character. I trust yeah. Stephen Gerrard that he thinks that, like Fergie says, there's remorse there. Yep. And, you know... That's a big word for us, isn't it? That was good there, wasn't it? That says remorse. remorseful. You say remorse, that's good. Gary, you're getting better. Gary, here's another big word. Invincible. Do you think you'll go the full season in the league unbeaten? Well, the one wee thing I wanted to ask before I left is Barry, are you ready to admit it's, it's coming yet? That we've got it's it. not far it's away. It's not <laughs> far away. <laughs> Keep going, Gary. On uh, you go. I on the Invincibles, I mean, yep. I, I didn't think I'd see it. Obviously, Celtic, where Brendan Rodgers managed to do it, and you're thinking that's, that's a once in a lifetime. I think the only other time I've seen that was Arsenal in England. Mm. So to see it come round and... I'm excited about it. I'll not be gutted if we don't get it. No. You know, the most important thing was getting the title. But, man, it would just round off such a season. Yep. A lot will depend on how. Uh, for me, the only team that can that can beat them Celtic yep. are the players that they've got. And then this will, a lot will depend on how the players react to John Kennedy, how he's going to set up the team, how they play for out the Rangers game. Um, but as I say, realistically, for me, the only team that we, that can beat Rangers this year is Celtic, and it's a it's a big incentive for Celtic. Okay, it might sound nothing, but to stop them being un, invincible for the invincible, I got yeah. I went for remorse to, to make and a, you know what? No. But they'll be that. But that's what they'll be looking at. If it's me, I'm saying to John Kennedy, we need to stop this. Mm-hmm. You know, that'll be Celtic's big big game for the season. So. I can't see anyone else really the way Rangers are playing I can't see anyone else stopping them even see Dundee United who probably played the best have played this mm-hmm. season in 30 minutes and Rangers see that out and end up going being comfortable so exactly. it'll be doing it Celtic for me to stop Rangers this season So you think they won't do it? Rangers I don't know a, a lot depend on how yeah. as I say a lot depend on how Celtic react to John Kennedy so and how fence. Rangers play on the day wait, wait and see you'll sit in the fence <laughs> yeah. I think there's a real yeah. possibility but I agree with Sai I, I, I think that quietly in the Celtic dressing room they'll, they'll be chat at the bit he, he try and end it it's just how Rangers approach games if Rangers approach in the manner they have the vast majority of the season I think there's a real possibility they can do it here's Stephen Gerrard talking about uh, the rest of the season we've achieved something big and special tonight by getting to the last 16 and matching last year we want to try and keep being ambitious and, and keep aiming for the stars and go you know, one step further or maybe two who knows we'll have to see what the draw brings on and in terms of the league everyone's aware there's a lot of noise on the outside about opinions around the team and stuff for us it's just about sticking to our narrative in the inside and our objectives on the inside and that's to go and try and win as many league games as we can from now to the end of the season we know what we have to do and we know what's in front of us we just got to go and deliver Gary you had the best question of the night so far asking Barry if he will now say they are champions what about the manager Stephen Gerrard you know listening today on Sky on 
uh, Radio Down South. They're talking about Stephen Gerrard. Can you hold on to him? I think because of the kind of guy he is. I mean, look at his career. He's loyal. I, I think, well, I hope. <laughs> yep. I hope he'll stay at least another two years. I think I think he'll want to have a crack at the Champions League. He's built this team, you know, took him two or three years. So I think another two or three years, see what he can do in the Champions League. I mean, it can't hurt him. The guy's come up, he's managed to stop 10 in a row. I Down in England, that's probably nothing. But he's broke the duct up here, you know, who's been in, uh, winning everything. So it's major. I don't think he would leave for a smaller team. Well, I say smaller team, like a West Ham or something. I don't think he would go to them personally. Um, but I think it would need to be a Liverpool before he left us. But I don't yeah. think he'll leave us for a year at least. That's a great point he makes about the Champions League, the lure of uh, keeping Stephen uh, Gerrard for that, if nothing else. I'll be honest, we just listen to him uh, and knowing people talk about him. Uh, I think he knows he needs to win trophies mm. and he's close to it this year. And I think he, it's a great um, grounding for him up here. I'll be honest with you. And I, I can see him staying for another couple of years. Listen, he's got, there'll be clear ambitions you want to manage at the highest level. And that's obviously the, the English Premier League. Um, but I think you'll see him stick around because he's, he's building something special. And as I says to you, he, I think he's going to be given the tools again to go in the summer. He's already looking at bringing other players in um, to keep strengthening. Because I think when you're on top, it's always good to keep guys on their toes mm. and he's obviously looking to, to go and make the, the the squad even even stronger but I can see him stick around for a, another couple of years there's no doubt in my mind because I think he, he needs to get a number of he wins in terms of trophies at, mm. under his belt before he can even think of that Is the biggest factor maybe the family his wife and family are still down south but and it must be you heard him, but one thing about him he's willing to sacrifice that mm. and, and that tells you how much he's, he's wanted to become a ses- mm. uh, successful manager mm. Sorry, Fergie. No, fire in. And what you also need to remember is he struggled for two years. You know, it's been tough for him. He does have tough times in these two years. He's now got Rangers to a stage where he can go and watch it. And he said it last night, I can go and enjoy and watch my team play. Mm. You know, why would you want to get the team to where you are and want to leave straight away? I think, like you say, you'll want to have a crack at the Champions League with this team. I think... I don't think he would want to go and watch another manager take this team in the Champions League. He's built it up for... Let's be honest. When it first when he first came in, a mess. You know, he built up for a mess with the players that he had, the players that he's now got, the style of play that he's he's got them playing in. You know, I, I agree. I think yep. another they've, they've two years will be there. They've definitely come come on leaps and bounds. You yep. could see each season it's got stronger. It was disappointing yep. after the the winter break last year. I think everybody was disappointed. Not just the manager, the players, the most importantly the fans. But they've come back firing, which is. Um, it's great to see and you make a great point the club showed him loyalty when probably yep. anyone and else would have been he's out. the type yeah. of guy that would show them loyalty because yeah. one thing about them one th- thing about the board they have backed him yeah big um, time yeah. but do you know what in terms of backing him he's brought good players in he's, bro- he's brought players in that are um, good resale value mm-hmm. uh, for talking sake Kamara 50,000 mm-hmm. Aribo I don't know how much he was so his recruitment's been excellent and as I said I think he'll, he'll stay about uh, for the next few years if he was to get a job in England right now it would be a team that was struggling why would you want to go and take over a struggling team when you've just done that for two years and went through that graft as I say to get a team where you are now I think I think he's quietly thinking if I can do well in the Champions League especially with Rangers that gives you a right good chance of getting the Liverpool job in two years I I agree with what Sai said there you know he's built it there he's managed to get Rangers into the Champions League from being in disarray you know Mm. so 
I'd be like getting your team to a cup final and not being able to play in it. You know what I mean? So there's no bigger I jobs. Think spot in it. No bigger jobs than Rangers anyway. Mm. Rangers is massive. Nah, that's it. Disarray is a good and word. Another good big word. Disarray. Like dictionary <laughs> corner here Gary, there, you're right? on fire. What's your last point? Because I want to ask you about Slavia Prague. Yeah, what do you think for Rangers? What do you expect is going to happen? Well, it's going to be a tough game. I mean, there was harder games in the group. I wanted mm-hmm. a. A glory game. I wanted an Arsenal, a Man United, you know. See, Kieran Tierney scored last night, sorry. Arsenal going through, Tierney scoring. Uh, Arsenal, Rangers. But you've got more of a chance. Listen, hey, Rangers against Arsenal. Who knows this season? But it's Slavia Prague. So would you expect to go through? Yes. Mm. I'll say yes. I I mean, if we can just screw it up at the back... Um, and I think we partisan will need to come in obviously if Tavernier's no uh, fit but I, I think we've got enough I think we've got enough to do it mm-hmm. uh, at least get through to the quarters I do Yeah well, I wouldn't have been looking at the glamour thing if it was uh, if I'm in Rangers shoes you're wanting to advance as far as you can I think they got six, was it last 16 last year? I think yeah. quietly they've been happy with this draw yeah, as we course. mentioned yeah. earlier on Well you said Mulder beforehand yep. you said Mulder or Slavia When I looked at the, the teams that were involved in the last 16 they're, they're the two I'm, I'm thinking myself right do you know what if they get them they've got a chance but you can't underestimate them listen they must be a good team because they, they beat Leicester Leicester are a team that I think have got top players mm-hmm. and enjoy watching um, so it's going to be a tough one but if you ask me at the start of the draw they're probably the two that I would have looked to be getting and have a real opportunity getting through into the, the final eight Gary, seven points to go. Do you want one more try at Barry to see if uh, he, I mean, Rangers could not possibly lose the league now? It'd be impossible. It'd be the big, biggest collapse. Why <laughs> well, <laughs> well, do you keep asking? <laughs> well, because people Barry, look to you. Yeah. For the boys, you, you just for the boys. <laughs> when the cards man, you know what I mean? You got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Oh, well done. Thank I'm you, Kenny. I'm just being respectful, yeah. Gary. I know. Oh, there's been respectful and then there's not been able to count. <laughs> How many games? No, is I'm it? just kidding. Eight. Three games. I know, games. I know. Oh, sorry, eight left, three no, games. Three. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no far away. Yeah. Okay, Gary, listen, some good calls there. And uh, do you like the did you get the country thing there about when to hold them, when to fold them? Yeah. Who was that? Well, who uh, sings that again? Kenny Rogers before. Oh, I thought I saw it. Is that yeah. the gambler? Aye. Yeah. Oh, you've, you've, you can give, sing that one, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. Sing it? yeah, on you go. Was yeah. it you got to know when to hold them? Oh. Know go, when Gary. to fold them? That was decent, wasn't it? That was good. <laughs> Gary, good call. We're back next. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. I'm going to tell you what's going on in the studio during the break there and during Chris keeping us up to date with the travel. The tactics board is out. <laughs> Ferguson. Ferry together looking at how Rangers played last night yeah we were just having a, a wee chat it's quite good I, I quite like that side yeah. to side it's right into it. yeah. no he was obviously watching last night the way that, that Rangers play and we were, we're talking about it and then we started drawing di- diagrams and, and all sorts <laughs> what did you point out during the break because I love it it's great yeah. to hear you know I've never played the game at I, any I levels. just enjoy watching yeah. different uh, ways of playing teams yep. like Rangers have got a set way of playing but sometimes they change and they changed slightly last night and I enjoy that, that side of the game and it's, listen that's that's work on the, the training ground and, and you can see clearly that the Rangers players have, have been worked on a lot and the most important thing is they understand it as well and um, that's even with guys coming off the bench they just slip in mm. uh, into their positions pretty well but no that's the side of the, the game that I enjoy but for me football's basic yep mm. I think too many people make it complicated for some odd reason, um, but it's a it's a great game and and as I said, Sai, um, 
was drawn all sorts no, of yeah. but it was uh, it's good I enjoy that side he's a great it, insight hasn't he no listen he's no you have <laughs> he's, in, he's intelligent he knows the game yep. do you know what I actually watched the game twice I watch it first to enjoy it and then yeah. I go and watch it again the next day just to look yeah. for cause I, see the way Rangers play that's how I'd set up as a team 4-3-3 three, three, mm. how they play and yeah. I would as I say if I was up against a sitter I've always been playing in a three that one of the midfielders would go out and, and mark the sitter I was just watching Rangers last night seeing one of the front three players come and take him and it just allows that big switch to happen but mm. like you say Fergie if that happens you've then got three or four seconds to shuffle over yep uh, so they do it really well they do, mm. you can tell that they're well but as I say so, the, the midfield three Rangers have, have got to be very very flat I couldn't, do it. I couldn't play how they play mm. but it, it's not just that you're then you're shifting across to mark wing backs and then when you get it you're expected to go and create and run and we're criticising them for not scoring enough goals and not assisting but the work that they're putting in off the boys crazy so tomorrow the blackboard at Celtic Park so you've over the years had Jock Steen there in front of it the late great Billy McNeil as well and late great Jock Steen uh, you think of Martin O'Neill you think of Brendan Rogers, Neil Lennon until this week and it's John Kennedy and he's been talking about who's going to be in beside him Gavin Strachan and uh, a former player Stephen McManus yesterday and joined us and he'll, he'll stay with us through this period Stephen's someone I know very well he's a great coach who met him up to the club for a period of time now again the way he operates and, and his manner and everything fits in with kind of type of people we want at the club so it's good for him to come in and, and help us out with that and also give us another coach on the training pitch which is important for the, the players you know they need contact time you know the more coaches we have out there that allows us to cover more areas and work with more players and uh, in small groups and individual basis so you know, it allows us to work the way we, we think it should be done and he was the captain Scott Brown speaking about the former manager it's been hard because all you know, the lads love the manager he's fantastic especially for myself as well over my career and even when he's been away from the club as well he's fantastic so it was a sad day when I when I seen it in the papers that he was leaving he said he saw it in the papers first um, it was kept quiet until the last moment it wasn't a huge shock but he has gone now and John Kennedy that's a massive day isn't it for John Kennedy Stephen McManus it is yeah. and uh, as I said I'll be interested to see how he, he sets his team up mm. does he does he keep the way that, that Neil Lennon was was playing with the set up of the four diamond two or does John Kennedy go and, and bring a, a new formation in that he's, he's probably worked over the, the last three Three days, so it's a big opportunity for John John Kennedy. It's a chance for for John Kennedy to go and showcase um, what a good coach he is. And um, now it's it's different when he's in the the, the hot seat. The pressure's on him, um, and it'll be interesting to see who he picks as well. But then again, he's got the problem that Lenny's had all year as well. Uh, for me, John Kennedy, having spoken to him, I know he's a big fan of Brendan Rodgers and how he plays. John Kennedy would love to go and play a four-two-three-one, but nay James Forrest and the team, nay Mikey Johnson, who I know. John Still. Kennedy rates highly as well. You know, if they two were fit, I'd no doubt it'd be a four-two-three-one. Do you then go and do what Celtic have done all year for me, Paul? Which has been another massive problem. Go and play players out of position to fit a formation. You know, so again, as Fergie says, it'd be very interesting to see. Mm. I think it still will be a four-two-three-one with maybe El Yunusi wide left, Ryan Christie wide right with Turnbull off Edward. Um, but again, it'll be interesting. Who do to you see. think it'll be the, the two McGregor and Brown? Yeah, and I'll go Christie, Turnbull, Roger, Edward, Roger wide left. Mm. Yep. Uh, I think he'll go um, El Unusi wide left OK we'll find out tomorrow <laughs> we'll see that. We can be happening <laughs> in the office in a <laughs> 2 o'clock tomorrow Why are you going to El Unusi? <laughs> <laughs> so Rangers get the weekend off after that great win last night It's not because of that It's because they would have been playing Livingston They'll play Livingston midweek Let's go back on the lines 08, 08 17 17 700 Can I just say something of before course. we do it? i seen Big Balligan up the West End today uh-huh. oh, He's misses it off like a couple of movie stars mate. Yeah were they? Uh, yeah. What big, were they wearing? It, oh he's huge mate uh, What is it the Balenciaga and all that? Oh he had all the Ferg- Barry Ferguson gear on I thought he was Barry Ferguson up there <laughs> Barry Ferguson swagger as well <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, have Robert on the line with a bit of swagger. It's a Rangers fan. Hi, Robert. Good evening. 
Hi, good evening, guys. I'd just like to say, talking about uh, seeing people, Barry's wife is a really nice woman, by the way, and your bathtub is absolutely tremendous, Barry. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> what happened there? She was really nice, so I'll beat you to that one, side. Mm. <laughs> That's no bad, Rob. Exactly. Yeah. Cheers, Robert. Sorry, we've lost the line there to uh, Robert. <laughs> right, Robert, where is it you stay? <laughs> <laughs> what number? Right, Robert, so what are you thinking then? That was some game last night, wasn't it? And, uh, you know, the good news keeps coming for Rangers. Yes, exactly. I just want to think about what Cyan Barry would think about. He said at the last few games in his interviews what Gerard's been saying about we need to sort the problems out. And I don't think it's actually been happening because there's still these big goals been getting leaked. Mm. And it's to see if he's actually going to do something about it because he's going to need to. Because in this last 16, you're going to get hammered, mate making mistakes like that I just want to know what these guys think about that I, I think it's been unsettling in terms of the injuries if you look throughout the season he's had obviously Alan McGregor's been in goals all the time Tavernier Golson Barisic now we obviously Tavernier been in you're having to put Balogun over to right back so it's not been as settled as it had previously So, but you can hear him speaking about the performance he's delighted but he always go back to it he's, he's, he is unhappy mm. He's he's not happy with the, the goals that he's he's conceded and it's not been like them. But Robert, I, I'd bet my bottom dollar that they're, they're they'll be working on that in the training ground. That's something that they, they were proud of their record defensively. And it's kind of went wayward a wee bit over the last couple of weeks. Um, but I yeah. think that goes down to like injuries and and obviously I know how important it is to have a settled back five and that's me including the, the goalkeeper in that and that's no kind of happened for Rangers over the last couple of weeks Sorry. Yeah definitely I think that's why they've been so successful especially in Europe it's been how hard they've been to beat um, again what Fergie says with the injuries but um, again you get with um, sorry what was I going to say that? with Aribo again you know at home you know great being in that middle of the pitch but again why Rangers have been it's not just the defence it's it's having that partnership of Jack and Davis who cover fullback so well but the reason that you think it can change Paul and the will turn it around is because Stephen Gerrard changes as well we were saying off air as well what I like is because Tavernier wasn't playing uh, the other night Balogun doesn't go and run forward into, into daft spaces and Barisic that's the quietest I've seen him going forward and it was Kamara and Aribo who then went and, and ran into the spaces that you, they usually run into so as I say Stephen Gerrard will not just be hoping that this that this goes back to the way it was they'll be working on it they'll be working on different ways of playing and that's again is why they've been so successful his ability to change no formation but his game plan into, in Europe especially see, see in terms of like conceding goals Jack and Davis are a massive part yeah. of that with them just holding in midfield and obviously the two centre backs behind them and the two full backs been allowed to, to bomb forward I think missing Jack's a, it's a big one Cause you see but also Tavernier yeah. he's um, he, he's a big miss um, and listen you know what it's like when you've got a settled back four they get to know each other the they're on the same wavelength and when we balligan and I feel for the big man because listen, I think he's done okay. I'll be honest with you, he's done okay, but he's he's a centre half. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. It's all right in Scotland playing there, Fergie, but when you come up against good wingers in Europe, it's tough for a centre back to go and defend against a, a good winger mm -hmm. at right back. It's it's totally different. But even last night, like if 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 Jack was playing, you know, there was times you seen Kent. Morelos, Haji, High, and then Kamara and Aribo, you know, five yards behind. If Jack plays, that doesn't happen. Jack and Davis are sitting in front of that. Yeah, they back they do a, they they patrol 
they, they do a great job they too um, I think Jack is going to be a big miss it's a worry I know he's I think it's only going to be a couple of weeks I heard so that's no no so bad but he's a big player for Rangers they, they miss Ryan Jack because defensively he, he goes about his business really well he, he does the he does the unselfish stuff really well and I think that goes a mess at times. I um, like I like when they press high, really high throw Fergie. I that's think where that they got the first goal first from. Goal. But see, I thought after thirty minutes, they kind of dropped ten, fifteen yards, and that allowed Antwerp to then play balls to the left winger. Whereas in the first thirty minutes, they weren't getting out to play their passes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was maybe get a goal and we'll sit back and, and make them play through us. Yeah, but in terms of the tempo, I don't know if you could do that for ninety yeah. minutes. Yeah. I mean, the tempo that Rangers play at. Uh, high energy high press um, sometimes I think that's maybe a wee bit of breathing space come yeah. off the game for 5 or 10 minutes but listen so, wait, when you play in Europe team, a, a, a team's going to get a period of time within the game that they're going to be dominant and, and you've got to be rigid and make sure they, they don't go through but the first goal that will disappoint them as well yep. Aribo no track in the, the runner, runner. Yeah. but again that's something that I think Aribo can get better at and mm-hmm. if he adds that side to his game You've got one hell of a player on your hands. Robert, the media are saying from Prague that they heard of the draw on the way back from Leicester. So they've been celebrating and they were on the flight, they heard it and they cheered when they heard it was Rangers. I guess they're probably saying that, you know, Rangers or uh, themselves are not the highest rated in their, you know, they've escaped Man United, AC Milan. I I think clubs would have wanted Rangers because they're probably looking and saying maybe not the strongest team, but Mm -hmm. don't underestimate Rangers as well. I think this, this year in Europe, They've sure. been they've been excellent. Uh, and on the other hand, I'm sure I'm sure Rangers would have been happy. Exactly. With getting I was going to say Rangers would have cheered. Yeah. yeah, Robert, does that give you a wee bit more edge though to say right? We will uh, show them. Yes, exactly. Because as you keep saying, you keep bringing up about the the, the English uh, running the Scottish football down. Obviously, I would think I did see on Sky Sports them celebrating and uh, when he was reading it out. But the thing is, Rangers will need to go and do what they normally do: go guns blazing. Get the result, bring them back here, and then just do exactly what they done last night. Mm. I think is it away first for Rangers? Yes, I think that suits them. Mm. I think it suits Rangers to go away first because, as I say, when they've got that fully fit team of Jack and Davis in the middle of the pitch, I think they are hard to break down, and they've got the the players to hit them on the counter attack. There's a good chance the players will be back. There's a good chance that Tavernier, Ryan Jack and Roof Because we need them back, they're big players And you're coming into a a critical period Did you prefer um, going away first, Fergie? Yep, I I did to be fair Yep. Here's some more reaction Actually from that moment Take that will be the moment Barry that you would be getting played in the dressing room. I, I am. I'm raging. You're not happy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would, that <laughs> would be getting played in the dressing room. Because you said James just gave me it there. I saw it. Yeah. Who's, leaking, who's leaking that for Slavia Prague? Yeah. That's disrespectful. Who, uh, that yeah, should never me. be going out for them. Wow. Um, but if that's me, um, if I'm the, the captain of that team, um, I'm going straight in and that's getting played uh, every single day until we play them. <laughs> every day. <laughs> uh, stand by. Here we go. It's all. If only the fans could be back. Did you hear the guy? Yep. See, that's yes. Yep. Oh, I thought he shouted Stevie, no, for Gerard. I think it was. He said he's looking. Apparently, the manager said it's uh, looking forward to Ibrox. It's a nice stadium. I mean, that's obviously translating from him. Um, so, what do you reckon, Robert? Are they going to go through? It's going to be hard. Yeah. Uh, 
as long as they, they, they when we were all wrong the last time, the last round, when it was the, that was a fantastic game. I, I predicted one none, as you probably remember. Mm-hmm. But uh, if they go out and do the same as they done the last game to qualify, I reckon they can do it, and then it would, uh, and then play that back to them at the end of the game at Ibrox, play it over the tannoy, <laughs> them all shouting and rolling on the plane. I don't know why teams do that. Remember, was it Graham Sooners that done it with Celtic? After the first leg against Blackburn, said it was like men v boys. Celtic went down and battered them. That's an absolute schoolboy for Slavia Prague to come out and release that by you. I see things like that. That just makes me. I'm ready for them. Your former skipper's not happy there. But listen, good call, Robert. Thanks very much, Robert. Okay. Speak to you soon. Cheers, all the best. He dialed 0808 17 17 700. Yeah, we didn't know that was coming in, and uh, I thought it would have been. How does things like that get out? out. Listen, social media everywhere. That's that's, that's something that motivates me. Hmm. I'm going to tell you, it was on their official channel. No way. Yes. James is telling me it's on the official YouTube channel of Slavia Prague. Yeah. That's fine, though, isn't it? Just. You know, gets you ready for it yeah, even more. It's playing yeah. into Rangers' hands. Yeah. I mean, we things like that. You use everything um, to try and motivate. Listen, you should be more motivated anyway yeah. to, get, to get through. But that um, from Slavia Prague, yeah, that, that's one thing I'm sure I'll be. I mean, that'll be flying about the group chat. Mm. He's got the fist clenched. Have you seen that, Paul? But has it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got my <laughs> Right, we're into the last section. Next, can you believe it? What's going to happen tomorrow? We'll find out from Barry and Cy. Cy won it last weekend. Oh, he got four. Say out that again, four. please. Simon won it last weekend. He, he done Very well. Four. He yeah. done well. But let's. Can I may add that's the first time in seven <laughs> yeah. months. Yep. <laughs> I think it is. I think it <laughs> We're back and more calls from you after this. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Go Radio Football Show. I'll tell you what's going on during that break. <laughs> so it was the tactics board 20 minutes ago. This time, Si, it's. No, uh, no, he's uh, wanting to go first. You, you started it, okay. <laughs> Listen, James, the producer's come in, and it, what he does yep. most nights, what you're having for your dinner. <laughs> so you have says, and I've, I've yep. says, I'm having beef olive. <laughs> Then I just hear Sai saying, I'm a penny salmoni. He's changed. He's even Paggy Uno. No, I'll, just you, I'll tell one. you why I call it penny el salmoni. Because I've got Italian really? ancestors. Ah. You know, you don't get cheap bones like this being for Hamilton, as you can see. Oh about my God. Oh. <laughs> the yeah. guy's lost it. <laughs> penny salmoni. What, you, what yeah. are you having? A fish. <laughs> Are you really having fish? Uh, I don't know actually no. Not sure I think it is fish tonight Yeah, few uh-huh. glasses of so, champers uh, Not tonight No, no, no. Maybe uh, Big match tomorrow Four hours tomorrow afternoon uh, We're going to talk about that In a moment or two And get your predictions We heard about Sai Last we, weekend What's in Penny Salmon It's salmon With a touch, of, a touch of paprika Seasoning yep. of paprika And then uh, double cream <laughs> That's it Okay No, no and parsley Bit of parsley in Okay that. Excellent. Whoa. Who needs James Martin? Garlic yeah. focaccia and yeah. al dente always. Ah, it's got to be yeah. good. Sunday Bella. morning, the Go Radio Business Show with Hunter and Hockey. Now, this Sunday morning, there's a, a superstar is going to be in with those two superstars. I'm, I'm it's on. Sir, I'm Sir, on Sir, yes, I'm on it's Sir Christopher Evans, Europe's leading biotech entrepreneur. Oh. You've heard of him, yes. Sai. He, uh, he's phenomenal. He cures all sorts, doesn't he? Like he comes up with a lot of things, yeah. yeah and curing he can things. Cure, and, cure his anger. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a really talented yeah. man. Isn't that brilliant? He's a world star. I told you, my brother's so, a, yeah. a scientist. My brother-in-law, sorry, yeah. is a scientist. 
imagine the conversations me and him have. Uh, <laughs> but I've, I've, take, I've just taken some right there, so he knows the guy. He knows who, but, uh, who the yeah. guy is, so he's going to tune in. Oh yes, so Christopher Evans, Chris Evans, amazing. Uh, Sunday morning, or get the podcast as well, which is. Uh, you have really, a conversation, really man. Yeah. I actually do got on yeah. alright eh? what, what do you speak about? Atoms At- okay. <laughs> Atoms uh, Here's Stephen Gerrard speaking after last night and talking about the man of the match Alfredo Morelos His performance was sublime for sure I agree with you uh, but the reason being because he had a bit of everything um, you, if you think about what a number 9 needs to give in this system and this formation he gave everything we asked of him um, he's really settled off the pitch at the moment with his family. He's really happy. He's coming into work with a smile on his face. Tonight we, we certainly got the best out of him. You know, if he can keep performing like that from now to the end of the season, it's going to be a, a, a huge season for the club. Stephen Gerrard more on that tomorrow. So the matches tomorrow, Hibs against Motherwell. Josh Doig extending his contract with Hibs until 2025, side. Yeah, I like him. Sorry, is that my mic on? Yeah, I really like Josh Doig. Um, again, I've said it before, all credit goes to Jack Ross because it had been easy. You know, you think all the managers that Ibs have had the stick with Lewis Stevenson year in, year out because he's been a great servant in the club. Good player as well. Jack Ross has gave this guy a chance and he's been a revolution for me for Ibs. You know, he'd been in the top three players of the year for me. Um, I watch him in the big games against Celtic and Rangers and he always steps up. I think he always does really well against Tavernier especially. So I think he's got a, a big future, Josh Doig. Yep, I, I can see why Pibs have signed him on a long term contract because I, I think clubs will already be looking at him mm-hmm. um, I think it's important that this is his first full season he goes again next year and gets experience under his belt um, but I think in time Hibs may struggle to hold on to him because every time I've seen Hibs he stood out mm-hmm. he's been he's really impressed me 18 years of age plays with a lot of maturity he does both sides well Fergie doesn't he? he defends well and he gets forward yep and, he, and he's keeping obviously a legend uh, Stevenson out the out of the team yeah. who's been there for a, a long time but listen he's got everything in again it's great for the national team I think in time mm. um, he'll break into the the national setup. but he's got a couple of decent players in front of him he's mm. got Andy Robertson and obviously mm. Kieran Tierney but definitely one for the future and I'm not surprised that Hibs have, have tied him down because clubs will be all over the top of him soon so who do you fancy tomorrow? So I'll come to you first then. Hibs against Motherwell. Hibs looking to cement their place, their third place in the league. And Motherwell just really been dragged into the relegation battle in the last two months. Yeah, we were very critical of Motherwell after that St Johnston game. You know, playing it for the back. If you go and do that against Hibs at Easter Road, Hibs press well. You know, Jack Ross gets them set up well. Hibs will take the ball off them and, and they'll win comfortably. But Ali was saying the St Mirren game, they changed it and, and they went longer. So obviously learned for it, but... I still just expect Hibs to have too much from Motherwell. You know, Declan Gallagher, if he doesn't play, I expect Boyle and Dodge to to really run Motherwell's defence ragged with the way they're playing. Just I know they've got a clean sheet against St Mern, but they're no big scorers. Um, I think when you come up against the likes of Dodge and Boyle, it's a different kettle of fish. And I think Hibs will have too much on that big pitch for, for Motherwell. Yep, I, I think Hibs are in a good place, playing good stuff, good results. And... Sidus mentioned two of the boys up top for me are, are on fire for, for Hibs so I, I think Hibs will have too much um, I think Murrow are, are, are going to find themselves in a, a relegation battle mm-hmm. It'll be a real battle with Hamilton Ross County and Motherwell your old team Hamilton you know hometown team mm-hmm. anyone any any one of those and obviously it's Kilmarnock as well for me I, uh, yeah. four of them are in it uh, there's no doubt about that Motherwell, Kilmarnock um, Ross County and Hamilton If you had to call um, so it right now Fergie who would you say? Uh, that's a good one. That's a good question. Uh, do you know what? I'm going to say Muddle. Oh, wow. Mm. 
third top last year yep. and they could go down mm-hmm. this year what about Kilmarnock against Dundee United then tomorrow Barry I'm going to go Dundee United mm-hmm. I, I was I, I know it was a hard one um, in terms of the, the result at the weekend against Rangers but I thought the first half hour I thought they were excellent and if they go with that kind of mindset you think they'll go and play like that again Fergie? Yeah, but um, I think he's got to go and like that. I, yeah. I think Mickey's going to take a lot out of that first half hour disappointment of goals they lost there's no doubt about it but that that three McNulty Shankland and Clark uh, Clark were, were really dangerous they were they were good so if if they go and they play like that I think they can get the win at Kilmarnock Sorry. oh dearie me I think uh, see I think Dundee United done so well against Rangers last year because mm-hmm. last week sorry because Rangers tried to play it for the back yep. and Dundee United could go and press them high I don't think Kilmarnock will do that under Tommy Wright mm-hmm. I think it'll be a it'll be a kick up to Kyle Lafferty and Kabamba and it'll be going play off second balls so I think it'll be a totally different game and I can't see this being anything other than a nil-nil, Paul. Really? I, yeah. I, I, do, I, you know, I, don't, I think, as I say, Tommy Wright's got them a bit more um, organised mm-hmm. and I think Dundee United, I don't think they've really got that player that can go and break break that sort of style of play down. Mm-hmm. So for that reason, I, th- I think it'll be a nil-nil draw. You don't see a bit of magic from Kyle Lafferty? Do you, you get magic for Kyle Lafferty? I think he can maybe see just him getting the end across, but I, yeah. I just think it's too early. I think he's yeah. missed too much football. I know mm. he'll, he'll probably have another week's training under yeah. his belt, um, but I, I still think um, yep. it's going to be too too early for Kyle Lafferty to make an impact. I think in time he will, yep. um, but I don't think not, at the weekend. Not tomorrow. But see, if he okay. does come back, very would they go five in midfield and Kyle Lafferty up front on his own? I think he'll go with the two of them. Two day and out. I think he'll go real physical, Tommy. Right. Yeah. So what about in Paisley St Mirren against Ross County, Sai? Oh, that's the hard one for me. Mm-hmm. St Mirren's Fergie said a lot of players missing, but I think they've got players coming back who probably are playing eighty percent fit, which is never good. You're worried for Ross County is what's happened all year is they go and get a great result against a team up the top end and then they go and lose to a team at the bottom. I know St Mirren on the bottom middle table, but yeah. and for that reason, I can only see a draw in that game as well. Uh-huh. I yeah. think I think Yogi would take a draw going to St Mirren. You know, I think it's just getting the momentum yeah. going, Paul. Instead yeah. of win one, lose one, I think if he can go and get a draw after the Celtic result, he'd be happy with four points for the two games. Barry, what do you reckon? Well, you heard Yogi speak about he, he's beat the top team, Celtic, Hibs, Aberdeen. Um, I think they've learnt their lesson. I think they're going to go go to St Mirren and win the game, Ross County. Oh, wow. yeah. Ross County are going to win. Yes. Yeah. That's what Yogi was asking for and he, he mentioned it in the programme here. And what about Celtic against Aberdeen? We heard from John Kennedy. Here is uh, Derek McInnes speaking about Neil Lennon. He's a, a very successful Celtic manager. You know, I think sometimes in the here and now, particularly in Neil's case this season, he's been a bit of a punch bag for others and, and a lot of criticism has come his way. The difference points-wise, Celtic to Rangers, it's more than just a manager's situation. It's more than a manager at fault there. And here's John Kennedy in charge till the end of the season. Basically, you know, when I've spoke to the players and I'll be very transparent with them and, and honest with them, you know, it's a case of it's not about any individual. The same for myself coming into this role. It's not about me thinking, well, this is a great opportunity for me. It's certainly it's not the way I view it. I've got a job to do. The job is for the good of everyone. Players have to have that respect as well in terms of they have to work for each other. They have to do what's good to the team and the club. And then it's up to us to guide them as coaches in terms of what brings good performances and give them that belief and encouragement to go out there and trust that. You know, trust what we're, what we're saying, trust themselves and how they play. And when they do that, they're a good team. They're very good players. And we've seen that in you know, patches this season. You know, I know it's still in there and it's up to you know ourselves to try and get that out of them again. So Barry, you think there's goals in this tomorrow? Yes, I do. Yeah. I, I think, um, just what John Kennedy says, look, Celtic have got very good players. Mm. There's no doubt in my mind. And as I say, it'll be interesting to see how he sets them up. Um, but I think Celtic have far too much Um for Aberdeen and I'm, I'm going Celtic to win it by two or three goals 
Yeah, again, so. I agree with Fergie. I think you'll see a different selling. I think they'll control the game a lot more. You know, under Lenny, I think it was very much can we get the ball forward? Can we go and run forward, try and score a goal? I think with John Kennedy, it'll be much more a Brendan Rodgers like performance. And I think when you do that with these group of players, Paul, maybe when you control the game a bit more, you didn't need to defend as much because you've got that much of the ball. So I think Celtic will dominate. And like Fergie says, because they've got so much quality up top, if Edward or, or your Christie's or Turnbull on top for them, um, they'll have too much for Aberdeen. Again, I think Hornby's a massive miss for Aberdeen. He was just starting to find his feet and he goes and pulls his thigh after 10 minutes to look at Derek Hudd. So it'll be a tough afternoon for Aberdeen, I think. And I think Celtic will win comfortably. Will John Kennedy, Kennedy have a time to change things? Yeah, of I course. You keep saying about working and the you know the, and the set pieces. Where Celtic have been terrible all season. Do you think you'll see a better set up this time? A better set up this time? Uh, I think you'll see. That's a hard question. I don't know. I don't know how you'll set up because they've went for zonal to man marking. If it's me, I go back to man marking. I don't know how John Kennedy likes to set up at set pieces. He was a setter half himself, so I'm sure. As I say, John will have his own ideas. I think he'd have been working with Neil Lennon's ideas and haven't adapted to that. We'll see how, how how well he is at how good he is at setting a team up tomorrow. So once we well, after the first corner, Paul, I'll be able to tell you how. It's interesting. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. To see what the last three days, what he, what he's brought to the the table. What uh, is that, Fergie? Three days he's had a huh? Yep. So Tuesday, Thursday, Friday? Yep. Um, what about Wednesday? Uh, <laughs> day, well, Wednesday's your day off, isn't it? Sorry, okay. Uh, yeah. then you know what it's like, listen, they've got the luxury, they've got their own training ground. He'll spend a lot of time in the training ground, yeah. so I, I think you, you'll see what, what he's brought in terms of what way he's going to play, and, and there might be a few changes, yeah. um, but this is going to be his team, and I think he'll have maybe a different way, as, as I said there, it's Neil Lennon at the end of the day was a manager, they were going to play a certain way but I think you'll see a, a bit of a change and it'll be interesting to see what he changes in terms of the way his teams play and obviously the personnel that he picks If it's three days for a new manager Paul you can maybe say okay you know get but three days John Kennedy knows these players inside out he's worked with them sure. for the last five years so for me three days he's is not coming in blind No exactly Fergie He's not coming in blind he knows these players inside out and he works with them every single day yeah. I think there'll be a few adjustments to training and there'll be a, a bit of an adjustment to the, the way that, that Celtic play mm. Uh, we'll preview the cup final tomorrow Livy against St Johnson because it's been some that's two hours have come and gone really really quickly well, and it's been some 24 hours for Rangers you know I think the Celtic fans I wonder how they're feeling they'll be watching to see what happens tomorrow what is going to happen the next eight games what's happening behind the scenes a new manager coming in or is it going to be John Kennedy and for Rangers then are they going to be invincibles they're in the last 16 against Slavia Prague first match is a week on Thursday over there and it's not a bad way to start isn't it be away from home Barry is that good for you yeah l listen if you uh, give me a, a, a choice obviously it's over two legs yeah. I would rather the, the first one be away from home but listen I, it never really bothered me as a, a player um, but if you're asking me what would I prefer mm -hmm. if I was given the choice it would be away from home first uh, make sure you go there and get a, a positive result and then bring them back to your home patch and, and have a go at them and, and hopefully get the right result and get through into the, the last eight, which I think would be, again, an unbelievable achievement. Si, what do you want for tomorrow during the match? What is it pies? What oh, do you fancy? We're out of time. I don't know. Yeah. I think we should get something, something, uh, something a bit different with sausage rolls and pies. Right. But like, we'll have a chat what after the news. What do you eat in Bovell? Caviar sandwiches? It's not Simone anyway. Barry, thanks very much. Si, brilliant too. We're back tomorrow at two. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go.
Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Thank you